Hey, what's going on, guys? Today's episode is brought to you by Tattered Lives Farms. People helping people is what a nonprofit Tattered Lives Farm is all about. Tattered Lives Farm is a nonprofit focused on wellness and land development that emotionally and financially changes lives. Tattered Lives Farm is building the first of many affordable rental housing developments where the renters are the owners through fractional ownership opportunities. People helping people. And your desire to enter the real estate market is helping construct a unique, affordable housing environment for everyone's benefits. This is a concept that's one of a kind and a cause you can get behind. Tatterlized Farmers isn't just asking you to donate. They're asking you to be part of the solution. So go ahead. Go visit them on Instagram at Tatterlives Farms and tell them the Rambo Army sent you. everybody welcome to another episode of the jmb ray boxing podcast the original jmb ray boxing podcast the one and only jmb ray boxing podcast it can be duplicated it can be copied but it can't beat the original we got a lot of stuff to talk about hey the press conference just ended new york la the fight everyone wants to see the mega fight tank davis ryan garcia we'll talk about that We'll also talk about Triple G vacating a second belt and plenty of other boxing news, boxing topics, boxing everything. But I'm not the only one that does it here. He's ready to go. He got the Puma suit. He's researching it. The one and only Beery in the motherfucking house. Beery. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up, Get buddy? Up, man. So, what's up? Again, oh, my God. The originals. Yeah, we were, we're the original. We're the OG. The OG's not, not this other thing. So, uh, for everyone that's going on, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Uh, let's get into it right now. So this happened what Monday? I think well, yeah Monday. So let me adjust my mic here. Let me adjust, let me adjust uh-huh, my mic here. Uh-huh. So on Monday morning, I get a friend request from a person that has our same logo, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I get it because uh, again, every gentlemen, I do run a network of podcasts, so I get it for a couple other podcasts that I run, and I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? So I check and I'm and, and it looks exactly like ours. <laughs> the wording, every, I'm not even gonna mention them. Them, I'm not gonna them. them I'm not gonna mention them. <laughs> but they look identical. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I get you know messages. Uh, shout out to Antonio Lopez. He hits me up. He goes, hey, is this you? And I'm like, fuck no. Let me find out. So I text B Ray kind of early because I'm you know I'm up early in the morning because I work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I go B Ray, hey, working. Yeah. Uh-huh. I go B Ray, did we get hacked or anything? Did you start a new page and? There we go. You asked me, hey, did you start another boxing page? 
And I, I responded with, like, another boxing page. The fuck? I go, no. You sent me the screenshot. I was just like, yeah, that's definitely not definitely not me, right? That's definitely not us. And then what he what he or she posted, that's when I, I realized, oh, my God, this has been going around a lot. Yeah. People have been posting the same thing. Help, I've been hacked. You know, report the other one. Yeah, so I was like, and I kept telling him, I kept telling you, I was like, this has been going on for the last maybe a couple of weeks that I've been seeing this. So... B-Ray tells me that, and I'm like, okay. I shout out to Pedro, uh, AK, well, not AK. He's also DJ, hashtag DJ Pedro. Yeah. Uh, he tells me, yeah, it's been going on, dude. And, and I go, how the fuck can people get away with this? It's like, this guy's literally copying what I'm doing, what we're doing. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck is he getting away with this? Or him or her? I don't give a fuck. And he's like, and then and what pisses me off, I go, how the fuck do they have my hand on? He goes, if you look at it correctly. It's not. They'll change one word out of the whole thing. Yep. And I look at it, and um, and and I went over to the people that you know that um gave me the notification. Antonio Lopez was one of them, and I told him, "Hey, bro, uh, just go ahead and report them because they're copying us." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Yeah, I already did that. I'm blocking them. All right, cool." Um, shout out to the Pebble. He was also another one that told me, "Hey, what's going on?" And I'm like, "Yo, we I, we didn't get hacked. But this is a copycat account. It's a copycat. Just mm-hmm. report them and block them. Don't even fucking interact with them." Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, no, I'm going to fuck with them. Don't, don't worry about that. I'm like, all right, do, it, do what you got to do. I go. And so they, so we're J and B-Ray Boxing Podcast. Yeah. So we just changed it right now just to be cool. We changed it to the J and B-Ray Boxing Pod OG. OG, yep. So that's how you find us on Instagram. And also, we cha- we shortened it for everybody. Now it's T-Jab, which is you know the acronym of J and B-Ray, yeah. the J and B-Ray the Boxing J- Podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, okay, cool. We did that. And okay, cool. And they reported it. I reported it. Um, let me see if I can pull up again, ladies and gentlemen. They're copying us, like literally, like post for post. What what cracked me up is that the person posted the video of us doing the uh, Whittier Fight Club for Tank Davis versus. Uh, oh my God, is it? Is it? It was Hector. Is it Hector Garcia? No? I think it was there Garcia. Yeah, that was the only fight we'd done for Tank. The, yeah. There we go. The Tank fight kept saying like, oh, 6 p.m. Over here like, what the fuck? That was January. Like, really, motherfucker? And then I they go? posted Mugia winning, which was like, what, November? Like November. October, November, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? So I filed a claim and I put, hey, you know, they're copying us. They're, they're, they're somebody else. They're us. They're, they're yeah. us. And this is what the response was. This was 20 hours ago, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to read it out. And I goes, we do not remove... Blank, blank, blank uh, from the account. So they're not going to remove them. Due to the high volume of reports we, re- we receive, our team has reviewed it and has not been able to view your report. However, our technology has found that this account likely does not go against our community guidelines. Our technology isn't perfect, and we're constantly working to make it better. We understand that this is a decision that may be frustrating for you, you think? Yeah. But, uh, but there are a few things that you can do to avoid seeing accounts you find upsetting. I don't find it upsetting. They're fucking intellectually stealing yeah. our fucking content. And and the funny thing that pisses me off is that people are following them. Yeah. So whatever. And if you don't like what you see from so-and-so on Instagram, you can unfollow, mute, block them, or hide their posts and comments from your feed. That's not the fucking point. That's not the point. But they're basically saying like, oh, you don't like what you see? Then just If you the think cheek. this account has been posted specific content that goes against our community guidelines, please let us know by reporting the relevant post, comment, or story so we can review it. Why? So you can give me this sorry bullshit of an excuse? Mm-hmm. And that was it. And then, you know, 
pretty much that's all I could do. And that's as far as we can go. That we can't do shit. No. They're basically saying as long as they're not posting anything anything inappropriate, they're good. They're fine. Basic yeah. so they're saying like, yo, yeah, they can copy you as long as they're meeting the guidelines. That's what they're saying. And I think they took it down. Did they? I don't know. We're going to about to find um, out right now. Oh, you know, no, they're still up. They're still, oh, really? Why wow, they're still up? I bet the new post will be... Hey, everyone, my account was hacked. Please report the old one. This looks like I might have to start over again, which is the same post as it's, before. It's, it's exactly. So I, I, and it's exactly those same words that other people are claiming as well. Is this one right with the sad face crying emoji? Yeah. So, so yeah. when I saw that, I was like, that looks familiar. Like, damn, it's the same fucking. Yeah. So I, I that's when I saw like, you know what? This has been going on. Yeah. People just pretending to be on uh, uh, someone else. And they're doing that. My funny thing is this. Okay, you're telling me that you do not see that they're copying. Right. <laughs> like, it's blatant. This person, like, literally the same wording. The J&B Boxing Podcast is heavy hitting in boxing news and breakdown of the weekend fights and predictions. Download and subscribe to the link, which is our fucking link. <laughs> which, thank you. You're giving us fucking, you know, publicity here. Yeah. But you're intellectually robbing me of us, I'm sorry, at our full fucking prop of our, uh, our content here. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I don't know what to do. So it is what it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, basically, yeah, don't, fall for it. No, don't fall if for it. If you're listening it, don't yeah. follow them. Report them if you can, please. I don't like even saying report them, but they are intellectually stealing our it's fucking basically our content. Yeah, content. It's, it's, being, it's stealing. It's, it's stealing, exactly. So I would say, yeah, if we're just uh, ignore it, block it. I think that's the best you can do because you're right. Reporting is not gonna really going to help. Instagram is just going to tell you the same shit. So, yeah, for now, just, yeah, don't message it. Don't even, don't open up the anime. Actually, better yet, just block it. Very, just very simple. Very, very simple. Just block it. Yeah, that's the best you can do is just block it. But that's our week so far. Yeah. Of our drama. Not even drama. It was just no, kind of a, to me, it was a headache a little bit. Yeah. I was like, really? I was like, really? Because I, I got a hand. I'm doing the whole, um, the live show and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. moving things around here with the yeah. guys and, you know, it's kind of, it, it's not hard, but it's kind of like, fuck. You know, I got to deal with this shit, you know, with this whole fucking uh, mimic. Mm-hmm. I call it a mimic. It's mimicking us. Yeah. You know, and I got to worry about the network. I got to make sure there's fresh content out for the fans when it comes down to the J&B raid, yeah. to Geek and Geek Out, which a new episode will come out next week. You know, to Ram Alcoholics. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that Gary's not going to be here this Friday. I got to worry yeah. about that. Yeah. And also worry about planning this big event with the guys, you know, with like, uh, I'll say right now, fucking free plug is my network. April 29th, you know, we're going to be at the Ice Above in Uptown Whittier. We're hosting a live event mm-hmm. with Jose Ramos from Ramsey Ramos Podcast, Chris from the Kickback Podcast LA, uh, Gil Billy Delic from Mind Buzz. I know, right? And, you know, though, we're going to be all fucking doing a live event. And not only that, we're booking people, too, to do the show. Mr. Mm-hmm. Lou's performing. It's the first time in seven years he's performing. <laughs> no I know way. you're, for, yeah, first time. For, I know you're, you're excited because you haven't oh, seen him. Of course. Oh. You know, and then Gil Gil's performing his comic routine, so we got something going on. So we're starting to build this 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 uh, lineup of people to for to to headline this show that we're hoping to hopefully turns into more shows. So yeah. uh, you know, I'm not saying this is a headache for me, but to have to deal with this horse shit with yeah. <laughs> this fucking asshole account that's copying this intellectual because it's intellectual theft. Yeah, it's fucking content theft. That's what the fuck that is. That pissed me the fuck off. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was so pissed off Monday. I was like, really irked. But it is what it is, so. Yeah, no. Just ignore it, everybody. Just, yeah, just block it. Just ignore it, please. 
and don't message us about it. We know, we know, we know, we know. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's been so far the last couple of days. Other than that, like I said, just getting ready for do the live show, ready, mm-hmm. um, prepping everything for this week's episode. Yeah. Other than that, that's pretty much it for me. Besides from the boxing stuff, we're going we're right now. Yeah. Into. Uh, man, interesting, pretty week so far right now. Yeah, for boxing. Um, of course, we're gonna save the best one for the, for the last. I feel like we got some uh, pretty good ones, couple what, ones here. What you got for me today, bro? So. I just want to mention uh, out of the way, maybe may, maybe mention like one funny comment or whatever here. So uh, according to uh, Mike Coppinger, Errol's friends and Terrence Crawford are reportedly now negotiating with each other directly over the phone and have agreed a purse split. Spence versus Keith Thurman and Crawford versus Alex, uh, Alexis Rocha expected next. But progress for Spence versus Crawford 2023. I'll say this though, and I'll, and I'll get into it more when we go into the other story. Yeah. The press conferences that, are, that have just happened within these last two days yeah. is making these guys look bad. Yeah, <laughs> I have to tend. I have to tend to agree with Oscar De La Hoya, which I don't. That this is the this is the benchmark of what boxers should be doing right now. Yes, and it's embarrassing that we have two of the top five pound for pound best fighters mm-hmm. in the world circling each other and taking these tune up fights. And basically, they're being pressured to make this fight because of these two young kids. Yeah. So when I hear this, I'm optimistic. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you're ignorant to the fucking the business of boxing, I, I come, I'm not going to hold my breath here, B-Ray, on this yeah. one. Yeah. I'm going to just say that. When you're dealing with one guy that knows the business of boxing and you're dealing with a, a delusional, a again, an ignorant man when it comes down to how the business runs... I'm not going to hold my breath for this one, and that's yeah. just, that's all I got to yeah, say about that, that. that. That's what I thought you were going to say, and I say the same thing too as well. Right now, it's just it's just talks right now. Okay, talks. Um, oh man, so the WBA pretty much announced Gennady Golovkin formally resigned his world champion position and will not face the mandatory fighter order uh, the fight, which is uh, Arizona Lara. All right, is this is a fight that was ordered by the WBA. Now the middleweight division has now has only one champion by the WBA, which is now the Cuban Arizona de Lara. He also vacated the IBF. It wasn't that far long, uh, long ago. We talked uh, about yeah, that right? too. Yep. So he mm-hmm. has no belt. He has no belt. He's vacate. Is he vacating uh, the middleweight division? It looks it to yeah two things. Either he's he's announcing his retirement, or he's just a quick a uh, couple fights at you know super middleweight, and that's pretty much it. Maybe I don't know what else is left. <clears throat> I felt he had a good. He would have had a great, uh, a uh, good payday against uh, Jamal Charlo. Oh yeah, that would have been a great pay per view for unification WBC WBA IBF middleweight belts. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been good, but for some reason that's not happening. That's not happening. So I don't know. I and that one. Then I read. I'm I'm trying to find it, but I read something like that. I guess it sounded like a rumor. Arizona Arizona Lara versus Danny Garcia at a catchweight at 155. I know Danny had suggested like I'm not. I don't mind fighting. Lara and winning a, a, a another world title belt. Yeah, basically being a middleweight champ, stuff yep. like that. Especially for a Philly fighter, being the middleweight champ is actually pretty good. So I could see that happening. That might happen. Yeah, I can see that but happen. yeah the catchweight one fifty five. I guess that'll be a pretty interesting fight. Um, <laughs> some some interesting news, right? With um with Fury versus Usyk. Oh man! Yeah, I rolled my eyes on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this one I I, I want to get out of the way first. One right here is, is so so uh, Usyk versus Duba. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> inside joke, folks. <laughs> Danny Duba. 
Triple D. <laughs> oh Triple D's here. Triple D was here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's an inside joke. This is so stupid. You're so stupid. Shut up. Anyways, Usyk versus Danny Dubois could happen next. If Fury deal does not happen, you know, doesn't get done. Usyk promoter has revealed Dubois is the WBA mandatory challenger and is first in line for Usyk's three mandatories. So he might be next in line if a fight doesn't happen with Fury. Well, I think Michael Benson, I don't know if you have that article, Michael, uh, that uh, comment, Michael Benson. Let's see. Uh, I think he put uh, Alexander Usyk's promoter, Alex Kroosguk, whatever, I can't pronounce the last name, whatever, mm-hmm. has not declared that Tyson Fury undisputed fight does not, doesn't look likely to happen yeah. next. He said he they are willing to be flexible and move from a 50-50 split they want, but claim Fury is asking, quote, too much money. So that's kind of the delay, the money. Oh yeah, and you know what, Eddie Hearn, <laughs> Eddie Hearn had a comment about that. This should crack me up. What's up, actually, what's up? What's up, what's up with Eddie? What's up with Edward? <laughs> Edward, what did Edward say? Sometimes I agree with. Sometimes I agree with Eddie. You're right. Sometimes I agree with Eddie. Eddie. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> it cracked me up. Eddie Hearn on Tyson Fury versus Usyk. He goes, and I quote: Anthony Joshua fought Usyk back to back. No fucking problems. And 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 Ferry says, and, and and it's Ferry says it's not about the money. I fight him for free. Fuck off! You want money? You want too much money? You've all been played for all these years. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Uh, I've never done that to Eddie, but a standing ovation goes to Eddie. You've all been played for all these years. That's what he said. I'll find him for free. He goes, fuck off. You want money. You want too much money. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I can. Eddie, Eddie Hearns, Edward Hearns. Edward Jebediah Hearns. I, I, I don't know if that's I don't know. But I agree with him. I completely agree. I think I think Fury you know what the thing is though? This, this is the last gasp of a dying gypsy who knows he's that the, the jig is up. But yeah. He knows he's the great white hype. How, how the, yeah, he's all hype. He's out the hope. It's the hype. Like someone would say, Don't bring the race card, man. I'm I'm not. I'm just saying that he's scared. <laughs> he's scared and so he rather asked for a lot of money because you know why all this talk about you know not losing to a middleweight and you're actually gonna lose to a middleweight there goes your career isn't it to be honest if he loses that's that's it for him I what think, else I, I think he cashes in a I think he begs Wilder for one more payday <laughs> Uh, I gave you a shot. Like, bitch, I gave you a shot, dude. <laughs> Fucking dick. I gave you a crack at the belt where everyone wrote you off, you asshole. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. You gave me. Fuck you. And you cheated. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, so Usyk has been, you know, he made some comments. He says that this this will be like any other fight. He goes, it's just a big man who has never lost before against a man who has the WBC belt. He goes on by saying, I just need this fight, and that's it. I think he needs it too. 
This fight's very important for both of us because all belts haven't been held by one person for 30 years in the heavyweight division, he goes. So both of us need this fight. That's what Usyk says about a potential fight with Fury. I can uh, agree, concur. I, I, have word. <laughs> I concur with him. I agree with him. This fight needs to happen. It's undisputed. It shouldn't be taking this long. Again, you have a 28-year-old and a 23-year-old basically teaching these young, uh, these older guys how this shit should be done. Yeah. You know? And it's embarrassing in the fact that, you know, there should be no roadblocks to make this fight. Yeah. Okay, it's not happening in Dubai. Usyk's people have made it, uh, have put out a statement. We've agreed to the 50-50 split. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be this guy wants more money. You know, and I know people are going to sit here and go, well, no, he brings a bigger draw in the UK. Sure he is. <laughs> you keep believing what the ESPN is telling you that it's Tyson Mania or Fury Mania. You believe that. That's fine. Yeah, because I think Fury's dad or somebody's team mentioned it. I think, I think we quoted that last week. Like, who the fuck is he to get 50-50 split? He can't even sell out that arena. That's what they were saying. Let's be honest, man. Uh-huh. It's undisputed. Just it's Yeah, exactly. It is undisputed. It's undisputed. But no. They want, of course, they want the biggest share of it. They want the biggest share of it. Frank Warren also had a comment about it. He says, we're, st- we're still one, we're still none of the wiser, he goes. You need the agreement of both boxers to make it happen, and at the moment, we haven't got that. I have a pot and can only pay what's in it. If it's not enough money, then it won't happen. And, and Usyk's promoter, so he's now declared that they offer Fury... A 60-40 to the winner deal. But Fury turned it down. Negotiations ongoing. And we want to make it happen. If it doesn't, if he doesn't want it, we can't make him want it. My thing is this. If you're so confident, and again, you're going to have hometown advantage. It's mm-hmm. going to be in your neck of the woods. 60-40 then. Winner gets 60-40. So hard about right. that. You know, especially for all the fans that are here bitching and complaining, like, oh, yeah, that's a great deal. Okay, cool. It's being offered to your boy. Take it then, right? I agree. Take it. I, I totally agree. But, again, another roadblock. Something's holding it up. He all, And then he came back by saying, saying doesn't, look, doesn't look likely. To happen next, he goes. He said they are willing to be flexible and move from the 50-50 split they want. But Claim Fury is asking for, what? You, well, guess what? Too much money. I think he wants to do like a 90-10 split. Basically. And he's like, no. <clears throat> We're willing to budget 60-40 with you. And I think he wants a bigger cut because it's all. Yep. I think he wants a bigger cut because he, he believes that he earned he he's earned it, which he hasn't. He believes he has the massive fan base, which he doesn't, and he has the backing of a network, which is ESPN, so which is kind of, in his point of view, like, you need me more than I need you because I'm bringing all this to the table. What mm-hmm. are you bringing? You're just bringing three belts that I can easily just take away from you. So why should I compensate you for this? Yeah. Pay, you should be paying me because I'm bringing, I'm bringing the UK fan base. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing, I'm bringing uh, the network, which is ESPN, to this. What are you bringing? You're bringing mm-hmm. nothing. So I, think I could see that he's probably demanding a little bit more. 
Does he deserve it? I don't think so. I think 60-40 is an equal split for both of these parties. For, it's Again, the, it's for the undisputed heavyweight belt. I think it should be. They, watch. I'll say this. I'll bet you anything. Even if there is. Let's say even if they get Fury to agree to a 60-40 split. Quote me on this. We're in mm-hmm. 22 minutes and well, 23 minutes into the show. Fury will find another reason and add another roadblock, a roadblock stipulation into this. That he wants a rematch clause. And this and that, and you know, there's gonna be so much stuff into this that they're gonna be like, "Yo, are you serious about this fight? Like, we agreed to the first part. Let's worry about this first fight, and then let's get see. Let's see if you really want the rematch. We'll negotiate in the next mm-hmm. one." But watch, I think this is gonna be so. I said it as soon as Fury goes on the internet and starts talking about you have until Sunday. You know, <laughs> that's when you know he doesn't want the fight. He hasn't done it yet. No, not yet. Not yet, babe. Not I think yet. he's close enough to come out and over. Like, I'll give you until Sunday. If you don't take the fight, I'm going to find someone else. <laughs> Dylan White. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? You just fought him, dude. You just fought him. There's no need for a fourth fight. <laughs> Yo, no, that, wait, that I'm was, sorry. That was Derek I'm Sora. sorry. That was Extra Sora. My Derek bad. Derek Sora. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll even attain Jake Paul for a minute. Like he'll say some stupid shit like that. Watch, or he'll say, "I'm just gonna retire." There is no, there is no competition for me. Like, okay, I'm telling you, that's what's gonna end up happening. I'm telling. You. Oh man, but yeah, that's so for the the news right there, man. With uh, Usyk and Fury, um, I don't know if there's any other news that you saw, by the way, other than the press conference. Um, but no, I, I didn't see very much. I mean, aside from Chris Eubank, uh, not Chris Eubank. Oh, Connor Ben. Connor Ben's back. Rumor of him possibly fighting uh, Manny Pacquiao. Manny, Manny Pacquiao. Manny, doot, doot. Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> he might join. He might be a zone fighter. He might be the zone fighter. Yeah. Well, again, that's just rumor. That's one and two. I'm like, fuck. Does Manny really need the money? Yes, I think the I exhibition so. money's not. Uh, maybe that- the competitor. In, I'm sorry. <clears throat> maybe the competitor. The competitor in him would want to do. Real fights instead of like these exhibition fights. I think he looks at it as like this is this is disgusting. Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? That's just my belief that I think he looks at it as like why am I doing this? Why am I actually right? Doing, yeah. Why why am I doing uh, this stuff? Other ones too. I mean, uh, people are very interested in this fight happening on May seventh. Uh, Stephen Fulton versus uh, your your favorite anyway. That one's not a that one's a. You know what sucks is that that fight's gonna happen so early. That I think the regular yeah, in Japan, boxing yeah. fans are gonna miss out, unless you're a hardcore friend like myself uh, that's willing to wake up <laughs> early in the morning to watch this fight. I never get that one. I I remember I was driving watching the Inno name versus uh, Inno versus Donito uh, Donaire fight. Donito Donaire fight. Right? I was driving. That. I had my fucking phone and I'm like yeah. watching it. <laughs> um, I believe I'm gonna do the same thing. Like if it's a Saturday night fight, which would, or when, when is it? Uh, let's see, May seventh. Let's see where where that lands. Um, that'll probably be a Saturday. I think if I'm mistaken. Oh, that's a Sunday. May seventh. That's a Sunday. So I'd wake. I'd have to wake up early in the morning to watch that fight. I mean, of course, because um, on Saturday, I'm sure either Canelo or some Mexican fighter will take that spot. May sixth, but yeah, May seventh. That's on a Sunday. Some someone leaked out saying that. Matchroom Boxing is is uh, has reserved the date on I think May six mm. at SoFi Stadium, and everyone's wondering why would mm. you reserve SoFi Stadium? I heard that you're right now. I remember. In May, and everyone's like, "Is Canelo fighting?" Oh my god, dude! Canelo Mania out here in a wait, what? Who? John Knight Rider? Right, dude. When he comes out with a Knight Rider, <laughs> Hasselhoff comes out driving him here. 
I would do that. That would be badass. That would be badass. I'd respect Knight Rider. Um, but that's, that one's a really good fight. Stephen Fulton, great boxer. This is, this is the classic boxer versus puncher type of uh, matchup. Right? Yeah. You know, Fulton's coming off two good wins. He's the unified champ. In a way, he's moving up. Will he carry the power? That'll right. be the question. I think it's a good fight. I think that is the real test for Inouye because no offense, yeah, he's the best, but I still, I still not sold in him. I'm still sitting. I'm still gonna go by the. He's just the newest Asian sensation. He kept calling. He kept calling him that. He's, he's just a. He's just the new Asian sensation in boxing. Mm-hmm. He has yet to convince me that he's the next second coming of Manny Pacquiao. You know, aside Manny Pacquiao is the only guy that sold me as maybe the goods. As like this guy's good, this guy's you know you know what I mean? Yeah. In a way, hasn't though. No. You know, even though with his wins uh, against Donaire, they haven't sold me. You know, ESPN rides this guy's dick. Haven't <laughs> sold me yet. I think fighting Fulton will sell me on this fight. Yeah. Especially because you're moving up and fighting a bigger guy who doesn't carry the power that you do, but. The great boxing abilities, though. The great boxing mm-hmm. abilities. So that's a good fight. That one I can't. I'm can't wait mm-hmm. to watch it. I can't wait to predict and give you my prediction. Right. And you know, as soon as it gets closer and closer, the more we're going to talk about it. Yep, I agree. What else you got? Uh, that seems. I think that's pretty much it. What I saw. I think there's a fight this weekend too. If uh, is there? Yeah. I mean, on Showtime. On Showtime, huh? Which you know they announced they have almost like 14 weeks of fucking boxing. Yeah, they do actually. Yeah, they do. Um, that was pretty interesting. Yes, they have a pretty good uh, lineup I mean, for the moment. Let me look it up right now. And DSPN has a fight in France, and the Zone has uh, one in the UK, which is obvious. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah. Australia. So we got Sydney, Australia. March 11, Tim Zhu versus Tommy Tony. Oh, the Tiger Harrison. Right. Twelve rounds for the WBO Junior Middleweight that's interim right. belts. And they say Charles gonna be there. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, untelevised uh, in Laval, Quebec, Canada. You got John Pascal versus Michael Effort. 12 rounds for the IBF light heavyweight title eliminator. Mm-hmm. Let me keep going down the list right now. And then UFC fight pass. Colin Walsh versus Leonard Deist, uh, Ruiz. 10 rounds middleweights. And that's about this is Yeah, that's about it. That's about it for this week. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah, see, Charles gonna be there. I'm sorry, the John Pascal fights until next week. This I'm talking about today, March 11th. I mean, this weekend is this just weekend. this. The Tim Zoo, the Tim Zoo, Tony Harrison. What do you think of that fight? Let's get into that one real quick. The you know what? This is a a pretty decent opponent to replace Charlo, in my opinion. Uh, I had the prediction. I don't got it again, so <laughs> we won't give it up. Well, you were saying my bad. No, I'm just saying when I when I heard that 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 was they um, they scheduled for that fight, I was like, that's not bad. I said. It's a pretty good matchup, I said. Because you got someone that, you know, has fought Charlo. Twice. Twice, exactly. Which I, I felt, still felt he lost that first fight. Tony or Charlo? Tony. Oh, yeah. Tony, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just clarify. Yeah, Tony lost that fucking first fight. You got a guy that's gone almost, what, 24 rounds? Yeah, 24 rounds with Charlo. Because he got knocked down the last <laughs> he one. He got the last one, the second one. So 24 rounds with the undisputed champ. So. And you got this young gun. The son of a fucking Australian legend and Costa Zoo. Costa Zoo, yep. So Tim Zoo comes in here. Like he was supposed to be the opponent for for Jamel. Jamel got injured. Fight got postponed. That was supposed to happen in January, I believe. Yes. Right? They had and a schedule. For instead schedule. of them waiting for Jamel, they're putting this young gun against 
a slick veteran like Tony yep. Harrison, former world champ. Yeah, that's a good fight. It's a pretty good fight. For, for Tim Zhu, it's a good fight. Mm-hmm. I think this is a blessing in disguise for him because I think this that fight against Jermel was too soon for him. Really? You think so, huh? I think some there's some fighters that will rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. Teofimo was one of them against Lomachenko. Um, what other fights that have been where like you're thinking, damn, it's a little too soon to fight this guy. And you come out like, oh, shit. Um, I think it was too soon for Tim Zhu. I think he was still a little bit raw. I think fighting Tony Harrison might give him that that uh, reality check. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I need to work on this. You know, because you're fighting a slick boxer like, you know, Tony Harrison. He's going to expose the, the holes you have in your game mm-hmm. that I think Charlo already kind of had in mind to expose. Tony's going to expose it. Yeah. And, and if the Tim Zhu camp is open to change, they're going to switch it up so when they fight Jermel, they'll be ready. So this is a blessing in disguise because you were kind of saving yourself an ass beating, <laughs> you know, against Jermel Charlo. A, yeah. a weight train Jermel Charlo, who yeah. right now is forcing himself to make this weight. Which, we don't know. He might say, you know what? I'm done. This is, uh, My last fight was against uh, Castiano or something? Oh, Castiano, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's my last it. fight. Yeah. I'm moving up to middleweight. Mm-hmm. Let the next era of the super middle, super welterweight begin. I'm done. You can do the Lennox Lewis speech. Yeah. Let the next era begin. And then walk away and move up to middleweight and let these guys go at it. But I think this is a blessing in disguise for Tim Zhu. Yeah. You know, he has the power. You know, we saw that. He, you know... He got he got heart. He got heart because he got cracked in his last fight. He got heart, but he has power. Tony Harrison, not a guy to sleep on because this guy, no. this guy, whether you whether you you know people agree or disagree, he did become a world champ. He did give Jermel Charlo his first defeat. Yeah, he did. Whether we agree or we agree or disagree, he did do it. Mm-hmm. This guy's not to be not to be fucked with. You gotta be taking him serious for this fight. So that to me it's a toss-up yeah it kind of is how actually. dedicated is tim zoo because tim zoo's looking forward to fighting jamel mm-hmm. i am gonna fight i'm gonna fight him you had a full training camp and then you're told yeah you're not gonna fight him after all what he's hurt we're gonna have to stop training camp go home relax for a couple mm-hmm. weeks we're gonna come back we're gonna train for somebody new so you already going into the mentality undisputed championship of the world Undisputed, Jermail Charlo. You're training for this guy, and they'd be told last, not last minute, but they'd be told, "Hey, we're gonna have to put a pause on this man." Yeah, we'll call you with another opponent, and then your new opponent is this guy who's hungry for the belt, who's hungry to get back to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good good fight. Uh, it, it just it does make me curious. Like, is, is Charlie gonna stay? Is he gonna stay with one more fight? One fifty four? Is he gonna move up? That's what I'm curious. Well, who do you got? I'm gonna ask you right now. Um. You know, I, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the with with the hungry fighter. I'm gonna go with the zoo. We start. So uh, Tony Harrison's 32, 29 wins, three losses, one draw, uh, twenty one KOs. He's all three losses have been by knockout. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all his he's been on a one fight win streak. No, he had a split decision draw against Brian uh, Perella. Perrella, whatever, <laughs> my bad. And then he won a unanimous decision against Sergio Garcia. Other than that, he took a, a, T, a TKO loss against Charlo. And who else has he lost to? He lost to Jared Hurd. I forgot he did lose oh, to Jared Oh, that's right. He did lose he to TK, him. He got TKO'd against Jared Hurd. He got K TKO'd by Willie Nelson, not the singer, country <laughs> singer. In uh, 2015, other than that, he, yeah. So, he's, so all his losses have come by... 
yeah. TKO or knockout. Knockout. Mm. And like I said, he's had two fights, split draw mm-hmm. against uh, Brian uh, Barella, and then also, and then he has one win against Sergio Garcia. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the, with the I'm gonna go with the hunger guy. This guy looks like a boxer to you. No, actually, <laughs> Sergio Garcia looks like a guy that's surprised he fights. He's from España. He's a Spaniard. Oh, he's a Spaniard. Spaniard. Yeah, we have a good relationship with him, don't we? Huh? Spaniard. That was one of ours. Yeah, we do. Spaniard. Yeah, and and then that guy was coming off a loss to Sebastian Fandora, and he got and then he lost, and then he lost a decision against Tony Harrison. So, yeah, sturdy guy. Thirty guy, right? Yeah. All right, so Tony, so you got Tim Zoo? Tim Zoo. You got I got young. Tim Zoo. I say by decision. You think in front of a hometown crowd, this guy's going to go a distance with Tony Harrison? He might. Tony Harrison last fought in 2020. He fought on. Unless he's really shitty now. Like, meaning, like, he's just not the same no more since the Charlo. He fought April 9th. April, so it's been a, almost a year. April All 9th. right, I'm not liking that right now. All right, then. Yeah. I might even change that, actually. Fought April 9th. I would say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say knockout. I'm gonna change that. So ring rust, back. ring rust for the thirty-two-year-old. Yeah, Tim Zhu, twenty-one wins, fifteen knockouts, no losses, no draws. Twenty-eight years old. How, how many? He's not even in his prime. His last fight. No, no. Was, how, how many wins? Uh, like I said right now, twenty-one wins. Twenty-one wins, fifteen 21, knockouts. Fifteen knockouts. Yeah, that doesn't look good for Tony Harrison. Tony, actually, uh, his last <laughs> fight was last year, March twenty-six. Wow. So he, so both guys actually have. Long layoffs coming on, like yeah, almost almost a year. But Tim Zhu, I mean, sounds he's more he's more hungry. Tim Zhu is a straight up brawler. Yeah, now when a brawler, I don't want to say he's a fucking bruiser, but yeah, no, he's not know. a bruiser. Weed. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at the records. I mean, I don't like to like compare, like oh, the fight that guy, uh, this type of opponent. But I, I say Tim Zhu by knockout. I'm a hard time what number, but. I'll say not. I say knockout. In front of his hometown, yeah, he'd be very, very motivated to do that. I want to say decision. I think Tony Harrison's in a box. Uh, is going to put on a boxing clinic. He's going to have to. I think he'll be fighting uh, against a hostile crowd that's going to be rooting for Tim Zoo. I think Tim Zoo is going to march forward. I think he'll, Tim Zoo will have his moments. He'll probably win a couple rounds in the bank, mm-hmm. but I think Tony Harrison will do it. The thing is, though, the pressure. Mm-hmm. Will Will Tony Harrison uh, succumb to the pressure that Tim Zhu is applying? If Tim Zhu is in one hundred percent condition and he can go the full twelve rounds, this will become a war of nutrition. And basically, can he pull out a late round stoppage mm-hmm. against a guy who we've already known gets the late round, gets stopped in the later rounds? <laughs> yeah. Like this guy is great. This guy can box, keep himself good. But as soon as, as soon as it goes into the championship rounds, this guy fades, <laughs> and he succumbs to the pressure. He did yeah. it. He did it against Hurd. Yeah. He did it against Charlo. Did it twice against Charlo, actually. Because you even, I mean, we both agree. Charlo won, and I think Charlo pulled out the last couple rounds in the first fight. Yeah. To do it, but not enough to win it. And in the second fight, you saw he pulled it out. He got the late round stoppage against a guy that you were starting to see was slowing down. Was starting to see. That the defense was starting to be like you know less efficient. Yeah, you can't afford to do that against a young, hungry lion. No, especially no. fighting in his hometown. Oh yeah, no. Um, so I actually want to say, 
I am literally going to go a split decision win. Okay. A split decision win for Tim Zoo. I think Tim Zoo is going to pull it off. And I and I think what, what might get him the win is that I think he's going to drop Tony Harrison a couple times just, mm-hmm. to, just to close up the fight. Yeah. I think Tony Harrison is going to box him, move, counter, do everything great. I think Tim Zoo's going to have his moments of explosiveness. They're obviously going to win him the round. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be enough. I think by round eight, I think that's when Tony Harrison starts. We start seeing cracks in the hand. Yeah. We're going to start seeing the, the flaws that Harrison comes into it, which he fades late, does great early, fades late. And that's when we start. And again, if Tony Harrison, I mean, gonna... Tim Zoo has the pressure. If Tim Zoo has the stamina to go the full 12, yeah. then you're going to see him mounting it. He might get a knockdown. One or two knockdowns, and Mike closing up the thing, and I think Tim Zoo takes the championship rounds. I say eleventh. He puts him away. You think he puts him away in the eleventh? Eleventh. I think it goes a distance. I think he knocks mm-hmm. him down a couple times that close up to, to make the class, the the fight even closer to the to at least give the decision win yeah. to Tim. Because I think Tony's just that good. Mm-hmm. I think Tony's. I think Tony is is the best opponent right now for for Tim Zoo. Like I said, this is a blessing in disguise because. If this goes to full twelve rounds, then you kind of—I'm hoping this goes twelve rounds because then this kind of gives Tim Zhu and his team something to look at. Because you fought a former world champ, an elite former world champ, yeah. who went twenty-four hard, hard, hard rounds yeah. against Jermel Charlo. You need—and if this guy was able to take you the full twelve rounds, you need that because he's going to show you the stuff you need to work on. But if Tim Zhu blows him away, then it, it was just—it uh, was just a, a tune-up, warm-up fight. To yeah. get you ready for the champ. Mm-hmm. And you don't want that. If you're Tim Zoo, you better be in your end game and you gotta be I think he has to I think to win the fight he needs to fee- fight all twelve rounds hard. Yeah. Especially in the late rounds. Mm-hmm. You gotta have enough gas in the tank to take it to this guy because you already know the ha- the history of this guy. This guy fades late. Yeah. Fades really late. So I, I got the decision win for right. uh Tim Zoo. Right. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Again, that's gonna be on uh, showtime, 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 championship boxing, Ship championship boxing. Which I don't think I'm doing nothing this weekend, so mm-hmm. I might end up tuning that in. It's been an interesting couple of weeks of fight for me because I've been watching UFC pay per view, oh, right. and then I'll be watching this. So, all right, let's get into it. <laughs> the fight, uh, the yeah, event, the event. I think it's over. The press conference. Oh, that's it. Just two. That's it. It was only uh, New York City, Los Angeles, New York, and LA. Who we're talking about? If you've been living under a rock, we're talking about Gervonta Tank Davis mm-hmm. versus. Not, not the, not I was not, not crying or king, king Rai, king it's Ray. king, not king Rai, it's king. I think he said no, it's now King Ryan. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Ryan Garcia, press conference, <sighs> New York City, day one. <laughs> Tank was two hours late. Tank was two hours late in New York City. He had the bright heart sunglasses. <laughs> For t- he had he had the bright heart glasses even today. Even today, he's a uh, you could you could possibly say he's the excellence of execution. <laughs> yes, yes, he but he couldn't execute the get up. <laughs> Which that was his excuse, by the way. They ask him what happened. He's like, "Well, I wanted to sleep." He goes, "I've been busy going up and down." I think he just didn't go fuck. <laughs> I think he kind of like flexed on him, like, yo, this is my event. That was the impression I got, too. I'm pretty Especially sure he said this New York is my to event. Baltimore, it's only like a train ride. Yeah. <laughs> so technically, New York's his fucking, New York's his fucking turf. Yeah, so you can, like, can say that. I'll right? roll up wherever the fuck I want to roll up, bro. 
do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was kind of like it was kind of that do something. I'll roll up here. I'm gonna roll up here, lazy bro. I'm gonna just put on whatever clothes I find. He was wearing jorts. He was wearing jorts, dude, <laughs> and a fur coat, <laughs> a, a very flamboyant fur coat <laughs> with a man purse. Now, when I, you know what I just said? I used the word man and I used the word purse. Yeah. You heard it correctly. Yeah. Man purse. It was a man purse. Because I wouldn't want to get smacked by Javante Take Darius no. by calling it a purse. No. Just giving you a heads up on that. No, not at all. Now, if you want to, y'all, by all means, go for it. Yeah, be my guest. But I ain't getting smacked by Javante Take Darius. <laughs> I'm not stupid. He walked around with his man purse. He, like, he didn't give a fuck. And you can tell he probably went to a souvenir shop and got a New York Yankees hat. <laughs> He did, and he then he and then he wore some Oakley Bret Hart glasses <laughs> and showed up to the event and said, "Hey, yeah, I just overslept." Yeah, uh, to me, the press conference went good. I did. I, you could tell the pettiness of Showtime. Yes, <laughs> expressing themselves as this is a Showtime pay per view. Yep, they handled the whole thing. I don't they even did. think this almost even in. No, not really. In the the zone, like the only the, the only thing the only thing that was the zone was their name on the banner. Yep. The, the, I don't. I didn't see nobody from the zone. No, I didn't see uh, Todd Grisham. I didn't see. Uh, oh my god, what's his name again? I, why do I always forget his name? Chris, Chris Mann. Chris, I don't know shit about boxing Mannix. Chris Mannix. Sergio, I'm just doing this for a paycheck, moron. <laughs> Like, I don't even think he agrees with half the shit this program does. He's like, ah, I'm just, I just need a check. <laughs> Pays my bills. Pays the bills. I'm not gonna. <laughs> hey, Sergio, we need you to say that he's the he's the shot caller in this division. <laughs> and then he he looks at him. Did the check clear? <laughs> and, the, and then the manager did not say like, yeah. <laughs> All right, he's a shot caller in the division. Yes, <laughs> Ryan Garcia, shot caller. Um. Great pants conference. I think yeah. everyone uh, acted very professional, for, except for Tanky. This show played out. Ryan did not like that one fucking bit. Because I think Ryan, we get, we got to look at it this way. Mm-hmm. This is your first ever. Like, say what you want to say. Yeah, you're you've been you've been boxing for a while, but this is your this is this is your first time in the big stage. Pay per view. This, this is, is first pay per view fight. This isn't tanks. No. So tank was flexing on him. Tank, tank had a face like just walking the park here. Like, I know what to do here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to make you wait. I'm going to make you wait. Like, I'm literally going to get up, scratch my balls, go piss, take a sip of this coffee. And everyone's like, yo, we got to go. We got to go. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, and taking my time, putting on my shoes. <laughs> then I can just putting on whatever. They're like, yo, it's a press conference. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm worried. <laughs> like, I bet you, like, it seems like, yo, it's a press conference, Tank. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm going <laughs> Like he just looked like he just got up and just saw the clothes. Like just give me that. Yeah, that's no. Oh, yo, yo, hand me that shirt. The way he spoke, it was just he was just too calm. <laughs> he was too comfortable. I think that was a flex. That was more like, yo, this is not my. Yo, to you, this is important. To me, this is another fucking day. This is another this is, this is another work day. That's it. I forgot what he answered when when he was asked. Like you know, I mean, is this like a big win for you if you beat him? I forgot what he said, but I got the impression like he kind of wanted to say like just another body count. <laughs> yeah, that's basically that was, right. Well, no, you know what he said. There's like I what he said. No, he said I heard uh, I saw the interview and he said, I think they asked him like where did where would this rank high for you? There we go. Uh-huh. And he said it'd be another win. There we go. Because you, 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 you guys you guys are just gonna find someone else for you for you to, for me to fight. Yeah, it's only until I retire you will you will decide where this fucking win counts yeah. for me. That for a twenty-eight year old to say that mm-hmm. shows the maturity of that of Tank. Yeah, for him to say, 
look, I, I'll beat him. It's but I already know that if I beat him, there's gonna be so many so many excuses of why I beat him. Mm-hmm. It's only until I retire that it, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna cherish what the fuck I did to this kid, <laughs> and you guys are gonna rank what, and then you guys are gonna rank where this. You guys are gonna tell me where this ranks out right now. At this moment, I beat him. There'll be a million excuses, and there's gonna be a new guy you want me to fight next. Mm-hmm. That's just the way boxing works. Yeah. And this is just me simplifying what he said. Yeah, that's basically what he said. That's what he said. So that's the impression I got. Yeah. And to me, his pers- uh, his attitude was kind of like, "This is not a big event. I, I'm gonna sell it to you as a big event, but this isn't a big event. It's big for him because he's asked for this fight. <laughs> he's asked for me to bless him in his ass beating. I'm gonna give it to him. But this right here, the 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 cameras here." The big screen with my fucking face on it. This isn't new to me, man. I've been here before. Mm-hmm. This isn't new. And he and he and he showed it on. He showed it last uh, night. Yeah, he showed it Wednesday. Yesterday, uh-huh, yep. he showed it on Wednesday. Wednesday. It's not new to me. This is another day in the office. This is new to you. And you showed it because it annoyed you that I was two hours late. It annoyed you because I know for a fact you're trying to cut the weight. It annoyed you because you can't drink or eat anything right now because you're trying to cut the weight. So I'm gonna <laughs> fuck with you, man. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna flex on you because I'm on the A side here. You're gonna wait on me. The show don't start until I show, baby. You can go ahead and go talk to to Brian Custer. You can go talk to Brian Campbell and Luke Thomas. You can bitch and complain, but when I show up, the show starts, baby. That was a flex. That, you, that was a really a flex. You flexed yeah. on them good. Mm-hmm. But again, it makes sense. This is New York City. You're maybe a train or two away from Baltimore. Do the fuck I want. Again, do something. Do something. <laughs> it was basically kind of him saying that. Do something. Mm-hmm. This is my city. This is my event. And then, of course, Showtime made it very known, too. This is... Our event. This is Showtime's <laughs> this event. Is Showtime pay per view. <laughs> so we come to find out they're going to do a two part uh, all access. Okay. So it's only going to be two parts for the fight, which is I think two weeks before the fight they're going to do it. Okay. And of course they're going to do the epilogue. So it's actually a three three episode of all access. Of course, there's the two episodes lead up, and of course the uh, the epilogue after the fight. Yeah. So that's what they're going to do. Um. They said it's on Showtime pay-per-view. That's what they said. I'm hearing, God, I'm hearing conflicting reports that it's going to be on both. You get to choose between both, The Zone or Showtime. Okay. Huh. I'm trying to figure that out because, again, I will be out of town that yeah. night. And we are planning to do a recap episode. I already talked to Gabe. He said he's down. He's down to come through. So uh, we would do a recap uh, YouTube live episode of Just That Fight. Maybe a... Highlights of the of the co- of mm-hmm. the the feature bouts before the main event, but we would just rewatch the fight. It would be fresh in everyone's mind, so we would just do a recap of the of the mm-hmm. of that fight. Uh, that's what we're planning to do. So if it's on the zone, it'd be easy for me to replay the fight for ourselves. Right. If it's on Showtime, I'm not too sure yet. I haven't worked it out, but I keep hearing that it's on both. Yeah, I heard something like that as well. But Showtime made it very known, like, no, it's on our shit. Yeah, we run the shit here. <laughs> Um, um, I don't know if you want to if you want to just go over a little bit of what's the uh, the stipulation of this fight, like the catch weight. Yeah, yeah, go for it. I, I already know, but I think the 
fans would like to get refreshed. You know, just refresh, right? So Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia has a 10-pound rehydration clause. All right? This is basically what Garcia revealed. A fight is at 136 pounds catch weight with a second weigh-in on, a, uh, on fight day. Of course, they have to weigh at least 146 pounds. Like at least or less, of course. So there's a hydration weight. Yeah, that's the maximum they can. You know, do they? Yeah, they can gain a total of ten pounds. That's that's the maximum. And that's where, crying is complaining about. He's complaining about that he's trying to weight drain me, which I've been hearing. I've been I've been seeing all the haters. A lot of people are saying like oh, that's kind of bullshit. That's kind of a lot of people are saying like this is ridiculous. They said like wow, this is a joke. Really, you're gonna weight drain him, but you couldn't do the same thing for the others. I be, I'm reading in them all. Everyone's already making that excuse. Everyone's feeling like, I think that's full of shit. Why are you weight draining him? Why are you doing a catch weight? Um, trying to, my bad. Um, at the end of the day, you agreed. Say what you want. I kept saying that too. Like you fucking you agreed. agreed. Yeah. You agreed to this. Now, the fact that out of nowhere Ryan is now a four one hundred forty four one hundred forty pounder now. Yeah. Since when? <laughs> That's what I said too. Since when has he been a, a he established it after the Fortuna fight that he is now no longer one thirty five? The fight was always going to take place at one thirty five. Now whether or not you can make the weight, then that's something else. Then there was uh, Tank Davis even said, "I don't know why he's bitching about it because." This fight was all supposed to take place three years ago at 135. Mm-hmm. He can't make it. That's fine. They were the ones stuck on a catch weight. They wanted to do 140, and I go, no, bitch, I'm I'm 135 pounder. He said it on this today at the press conference uh, at the media circ, uh, scrum. Yeah. And they go, well, you already fought at 140. I fight at 135, though. I hold the secondary. He didn't say secondary, but he basically said, I hold the belt out here at 135, so it makes sense. I fight at 135. Mm-hmm. Like what's so hard about that? Like I'm on I'm a 135 pounder. Yeah, I fought a 140, but that was a one off. I think that was a one off, no, or two off at least. But yeah, no, he, he's like, he hasn't fought a 140 since since he beat Mario Barrios. Name the other guy he fought. Right, I think that was the only one. Right. So again, you're a 135 pounder. Ryan all of a sudden is now 140 pound uh, pounder, even yeah, though he hasn't fought anybody 140. Yeah, he said that in the press conference today. Wait, are you trying to wait for me? Oh, I find 140. To me, I find it ridiculous that you bitch about it because this was on the contract. I'm going to say, and I told you this uh, before the show, I'm going to say it again. (laughs) If you didn't want to, you didn't have to. You didn't have to take the fight. Now, people are going to go, oh, here we go. You know, people would have ragged up. No. Ryan is doing a good job at this moment to build a a built-in excuse in case he loses. Yeah. Catch this, ladies and gentlemen. He has gone to two days press conferences, and he'll go from here until April 29th telling everybody that will listen to him that he is being fucking weight trained for this fight. That he has to come in at 136, and that they're only allowing him to come in 10 pounds. He cannot go over 10 pounds on fight night. That they're weight training him. You agreed to this. You are building the narrative in case you were to lose horribly. This is the excuse that you're going to give the fans of why you didn't perform the way you performed. Yeah. That is to me an excuse. Because you're so good at social media, you could have easily rejected the fight 
everything. The fact that you're, you and your promoter were going about, well, I'm sorry, your promoter was going about complaining about, there's no rematch clause. We should have this on this own and blah, blah, Was on social media crying to everybody how they felt they were being fucked over by Showtime by not being, uh, not able to put this fight on the zone if there's a rematch when we beat you, if we beat you. <laughs> You're telling me that the the think tank and Golden Boy couldn't came out and that he, and done a media circuit saying, hey guys, we want to make these fights with these ass clowns. But you know what they're trying to do to my guy? They're trying to weight train him. They're trying to weight train him. We want to make this fight. But they're, they're being unreasonable. They want to fight us at 136. This guy no longer can make the weight. He's already established it. They could have gone and literally yelled out to the rooftop, and people would have been like, oh, fuck. And they would have pressured the tank team to be like, all right, there's no way, there's no way close. Yeah, right. We'll do it at 137 then. How about that? He could have, he, he also he could have showed the contract and be like, look, they want this. Exactly. They want to catch but you hydration. Ex- but never has it, we never heard Ryan or Golden Boy complain about this. No. The complaint was about the network. The network, that was the main fucking thing. The network's in the rematch clause about where the rematch is going to be televised. That's the only issues we heard from Golden Boy Promotions. Ryan was quiet. Why bring it up now? My Mm -hmm. only conclusion is you're bringing it up now because you're building the narrative. So when you lose, you have this excuse. You're already seeing it with people posting stuff going, oh, the tank's a little bitch. He needs this and this to win. Blah, blah, blah. You know what's funny? These are the same people that defended Canelo when he had weight, when he had catch weight fights, when he had hydration clauses in his fights. Oh, he's too small. He can't be fighting middleweights. <laughs> Fuck you mean? <laughs> if you're going to fight at middleweight, you should fight at the weight class. Yeah. But it was okay for Canelo to go on a five fight run at his own fucking division. Camilla Canelo weight. <laughs> it was okay then, right? No harm, right? Mm-hmm. No harm, right? Yeah, yeah, no harm. You know, right? w- w- wasn't it? W- wasn't it? The fans here also criticized it, Amir Khan when Amir Khan said, "They told me, I, they told me, if you want to fight Canelo, it has to be a one fifty five." And you said, "Can we kind of budget?" You know, I know he fought May with a one fifty two, but I'm not going to ask you. Can we fight a one fifty four? One fifty five, take it or leave it. Can we at least put a hydration clause because he so he wouldn't weigh that much? No, fuck that. Take it or leave it. And what a fan told me, shut up and fight. <laughs> yeah. And he did. Yeah. And he got knocked the fuck out, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Ryan, shut up and fight. You knew. And if you didn't read the contract, then that's on you and your team for not relaying the contract going, hey, Ryan. So not only, you know, they agree on the split. You're 60, 40. You're getting 40%. Um, it's going to be on Showtime pay-per-view. Um, we, you know, we negotiated the rematch clause, which is going to be on the zone, which is good for us. And um, uh, 136 pound and uh, rehydration clause is on 10 pounds. But other than that, great contract, right? Sign here. And if you sign like a fucking idiot, that's on you, bro. That's on you. You could have easily pulled out the fight. The fact that you're right. The fact that he's spinning the narrative. Oh, I, I put boxing first before my. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My health is more important mm-hmm. than anybody else here. It's more important than you, B-Ray. It's yeah. more important than anybody in this fucking house. Yeah. My yep. health comes first. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, yeah, this fight might be the next Hagler Hearns of the new millennium. 
But if I can't fucking chew my own food and I can't walk on my own two feet, I'm not going to sit there and say, I did it for boxing. Fuck that. Your health comes first, kid. You're 23. You're young. Are you really going to drain yourself for this? People could claim and go, oh, he's daring to be great. Great. You pay his fucking bills then, bro. <laughs> the end of the day is a price fight. You're fighting for a price of paycheck. Mm-hmm. He is choosing to do this. No, he's not. You agreed to the stipulations. You could have said no. You were your media savvy. You and go and your coked out promoter could have easily spinned it around and said, "Hey, we want to make this fight, but these guys want to fucking what? Literally want to fucking block us by making the fight by adding these stupid stipulations." <laughs> but they did it. They went ahead. Where was Oscar and Ryan a couple months ago when this fight was being made? This fight was supposed to happen in December, Ryan said. But Tank didn't want to fight on his birthday. I didn't hear you complain then. The, no. Since the inception that this fight was going to happen, the weight was always going to be 136. Did you ever hear Ryan complain about the weight? Mm-mm. We've that, been, that, we've, that, we've heard about this fight happening since what November? November, and I think that was one of the first no, October, details. November? Right? No, like, November. Let's say November, December. That was one of the first details. Catch weight one thirty six. Rehydration was a little little later on, but the what, catch weight was one thirty six. Did you ever hear Ryan or De La Hoya complain? Never. When the the when Tank was in a fight Hector Garcia, and Mike Comperger was saying, "Hey, he's going to take this tuna fight, but it's scheduled for April." And most likely Vegas, cat, uh, catch weight 136. Did you ever hear De La Hoya complain about the weight cut? Did you ever hear uh, Ryan Garcia complain about the weight cut? No. It was always about the fucking network. No. Ryan never complained about shit. No, moment. well, I guess I'm trying to say for De La Hoya. De La Hoya was complaining about the network. So. Ryan. So was no. it. So now going now, looking at these events, these last two days, mm-hmm. is the weight cut that important then? <laughs> it's important for Ryan now. <laughs> Because guess what? It's it's real. Mm-hmm. I think I want to believe that he thought this guy is down in weight. Tanks in weight. Like I told my wife last night because she goes, well, he looks in shape. But the difference is I honestly think both guys are on the same weight right now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be easy for Tank to cut down to 136. I think Ryan's going to struggle to cut down to 136. So let's say they're both eight pounds shy from the weight. Tank will cut it down in, in the next five weeks. Yeah. Ryan in the next five weeks gonna struggle to make this fucking weight, struggle, struggle, and then, then my, but then my wife goes, well, he has that ten pound, yeah, but you're looking at rehydration in the most unhealthy manner of rehydrating, <laughs> and then you're capping him at a one out of ten pound. He's the fact he's giving you ten pounds. He could have been a dick and said five pounds, I mean, five pounds of lay the most. I'm giving you a ten pound advantage. So, it's like it's like basically saying too, like yeah, you know what? We be fighting at what? That's welterweight. That's welterweight division. Which tank? I mean, the highest tank's ever gone is one forty. He didn't even weigh at one forty. He came in at what one thirty? I want to say one thirty eight, one thirty seven. I believe. And then the come fight night, he was like around one forty two. Like he's a small guy, naturally mm-hmm. small. You're the naturally bigger guy. So come the weight. So come fight night, you guys will be equal. Come uh, come. Uh, the day before the fight, you guys will both weigh at 136. And come fight night, you're still going to outweigh him. To me, 
to me, the way it looks is that Ryan is making the built-in excuse already. He really is. That's the way I look at it. Because if this was such a big issue, it would have been mentioned months ago. Yes. Months ago, exactly. So, uh, yes, I find it fucking hilarious. I just, I just, I just be like asking myself, like again, like why, why is this an issue now? He he's making is he's making also sound as of like they just put this in the last fucking minute. That's the that's the impression I'm getting. He's acting like they just added this in the last fucking minute. Yeah, this and was- I couldn't do nothing about it. That's how he acts acting. <laughs> I'm being forced to do. You this. You could have easily said no. You could have easily said no. And guess what? Nobody would have said a thing because people would have said, oh, "Okay, this is boxing. This is the same. This is the same, mm-hmm. same song and dance we keep hearing. Negotiations fall apart because of stuff like this. Because it's the smallest details that count. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's the smallest detail details that count. But like I said, it's funny because him crying about being being a forced to a catchway, being forced to a rehabilitation clause is funny coming from your promoter who basically built the guy's career on catchweights. Canelo weight, right? It's funny to me. Very contradictive and funny to me. That's why Oscar Dejola stays quiet about it and lets his fucking boy sound like a bitch right now. Yeah. yeah you're right. Oscar hasn't said anything about that. Oscar can't say shit. Because if you're talking about a diva who puts stipulations, you're looking at him. <laughs> you know, even Showtime mentioned it. Oscar Dejola, when he found Mayweather, stipulated the ring size, stipulated the gloves, stipulated the weight class. Yep. And Floyd had to eat it. Because Floyd knew that he's not the A-side. And if I want to make it to the next level, because Ryan believes beating Tank will take him to the next level, mm-hmm. he will be, quote, the face of boxing. So, eat it. Eat it. If you win, fuck, bro. You won against all odds you won. Yeah, exactly. And if you lost, you lost. But you agreed. You agreed to fight. Yeah. If you're thinking about it, he's the one that needs to win it. Like, I, like, Think about it. And I told my wife last night because my wife was pretty intrigued about it. And I go, yeah. look, Tank, this is another fight for Tank. No, this, yeah, sure. this fight, all it does is cement Tank's status as the face of box. Right, yeah. That's all it does. Mm-hmm. This is not this is not make or break Tank. Like I said, Tank Davis, win, lose, or draw is still an attraction. He has that Tyson, uh, Tyson-esque type of attraction. Yes. Win, lose, or draw, people are going to still want to see him because he can knock fuckers out. That's the reason why people still tune in to watch Deontay Wilder. He still knocks fuckers out. Mm-hmm. Tank, win, lose, or draw is still going to be an attraction. For Ryan at this moment, at 23 years old, you talked yourself into this biggest fight. You went on Mike Tyson's show. You've been on social media. You've done everything possible to convince the people that you deserve a crack at him. That You're basically jumping the line ahead of other fighters that are more well-established than yeah. you. You're trying to go from middle school to graduate school <laughs> in one fight. And it, and to him, a bit, a loss and, and, and a big loss, if he gets knocked out or even outboxed, is bad for the career of Ryan Garcia at yeah. this moment. I, when I was watching the press conference and, and, and I noticed the experience level of Tank and Ryan, I thought about Roley. Roley did the exact same thing. He jumped the line. And got the pay-per-view fight. And when the lights came on, you performed. But you went against a guy that's already been here and looked at you was like, you're just another guy, bro. Hey, you're just a guy trying to claim my shit. You're not ready. Back of the line. Same shit going on here. Wednesday night's press conference showed that I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to come in when I want. 
I don't sweat you. You're not built for this shit. When the fight gets when the fight gets dirty and rough, you're not gonna want to stand in there with me. And then Ryan he was and then Ryan went mouthing off. They both mouthed off. They're both young. But I think Tank on Wednesday night established the fact that this is my show, bitch. You need this. You want to look good in front of these people because you want to be the pay-per-view star. But you need to beat me. I don't get nothing for beating you. All I get is on you're just another body in my fuck. You're there just, we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just another body count. That's it, bro. If I get the numbers, great. You're just another body count. You don't make my career or break mm-hmm. it. For Ryan, this is a make or break career. Right. He needs this. That's the story of it, too. The story of the fight is Ryan wants what Tank has at this moment. Yep. And Ryan, Tank doesn't want shit from Ryan. You're just another fucking body for me. You're just a body. You're just an opponent lined up for me to fucking beat. Yeah. And I'm going to train for five weeks to beat you. Who wants it more? It Basically, even he said it. Come Saturday night, who wants it more? Who's going to bite down and want it? I, and I think that was a perfect summarization that Tank could say. Because Tank yeah. didn't say, he didn't mock him until today, which I'll mention that comment. All he said was, Saturday night, uh, April 22nd, in front of Vegas, you're not built for this shit. When, the t- when it gets tough... Whoever the winner is going to be, whoever bites down and wants it the most. Does Tank want it the most? I think Tank has shown it in every fight. He's ready for the be. He's ready to for this spotlight. Yeah. For Ryan, is he ready? And how far and how deep is that kid willing to go to get that? Is the biggest question we're going to go into Saturday. Which Saturday. is something we've always questioned him. Yes. We've always questioned him that. And and, the, and they're jumping the line. Yeah. <laughs> is it to their benefit or not? Right. And I did like that comment he did made because he said something about that, about Luke Campbell fight. Oh, yeah. So then today, so I give round one, if this is if this is scored, <laughs> I gave round one's press conference to Tank. Yeah. I think he showed the bravado of a fucking seasoned champ, mm-hmm. a guy who's been here to the spotlight. This is not new to me. These these cameras, the this this everything is not new to me, bro. I've done this before. Just, just another yeah. day in the office. For you, it's important because, yeah, it's new to you. <laughs> yeah. And then today... It's in L.A. He came dressed. He looked a little bit annoyed. Very annoyed. At Ryan. And I I don't think Ryan got under his skin, but I think he just came annoyed at this moment. I don't know what happened behind closed doors. Something must have happened. But he was already annoyed. And they got into a verbal match. They got into a little shove match because they kind of stuck each other's fists in each other's faces. And Tank pretty much said, dude, all you got is the left hand. That's it. Hey, he told him, I'm going to knock you out with the left hook. And he's like, what else you got? <laughs> That's it. What else you got? Like, oh, I got a right hand. And he goes, your right hand ain't shit. <laughs> like, I was like, damn. He's like, and then he told him. And then he was like, Luke Campbell knocked you down. What do you think I'm going to do to you? And well, was well, you know, uh, Luke is taller. And he and then Tank just rubbed it off. Like, he goes, I, I honestly thought you were taller than me, bro. You're not. <laughs> Mario is taller than me. And I, we just saw the Mario Barrios fight. Yeah, we just, yeah, exactly. Um. But he looked annoyed. I'll give it to Ryan. Ryan looked more composed. He looked like, again, it's L.A. It's Southern California. It's Southern, yeah, that's, it's, it's, that's Ryan's it's, turn. It's Ryan's turn. Of course, Ryan, you know, the Hollywoods. He has the Hollywood looks. So, of course, you're going to go in there, you know, pff, I'm good. I gave it to Ryan. I think Ryan Ryan yeah. showed a little bit of composure. Then Tank Tank just looked like he was irritated, like, yeah, he, he looked, looked like irritated. a cage. He looked like a cage animal just willing to fucking murder yeah. somebody at that moment. Like, you let him off the leash. He was gonna fuck someone up, and I think Ryan won. I think he was composed, but I think Tank hit him with good things. Like, yo, you got knocked down. Like he even said it. Luke Campbell, Luke Campbell, 
Luke Campbell didn't even expect to knock you out. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He said that. <laughs> you got lucky with Luke. Like, I hit you with a shot like that. You're not going to make like, it. I think he said he kind of left him off the hook. He left him off the hook. He I won't. He didn't bite down hard. He goes, he wasn't biting hard. And that's kind of the critique we've had. Like, if he gets into that type of fight, mm-hmm. when you're getting, like, you get hit by a guy like Tank, it's safe for Tank. I mean, Tank, this is an even fight in the sense of speed. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan will be a little bit faster. Power, I think Tank has a little bit more thudding shots than Ryan. I think yeah. Ryan's more of like, it's fast. You don't see the punch coming, and it hurts more when you don't see it coming. Yeah. But I think experience-wise, I think Tank has the experience. And I think, again, you're you're looking at a kid that's jumping the line and fighting a guy like Tank Davis. Mm-hmm. It's a big it's a big leap, but it's going to pay off if you win. It's going to pay off for him if he wins. If it doesn't, you know. Yeah. It hurts your career. It, yes. That hurts your career more than the Tank. Tank loses. If Tank loses by decision, it's nothing. It's, it's just, you know, I'm going to come back in the rematch type of fight. Yeah, something like that. You're right. That's how it's gonna look like for Ryan. It's not gonna look good if he loses. No, I think his only is the only thing that can kind of save him if he it's just if he loses by decision and not so embarrassing. You get me? He doesn't get so outclass. If he makes a little, if he makes it kind of competitive, that's I think that'll be his saving grace right there. I think it'll be competitive early, but I mean, I'm gonna save. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna say. Well, we won't. Because I leave, I mean, the week of, I'm going to be gone. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably give my prediction before we leave. Yeah. From my last course. week. Yeah. But I think the press, like I said, the press conference was good. What did you say? <laughs> I just got to mention this. We talked about how they look and how they acted, right? We, we mentioned Tank. We mentioned Ryan. Um, please tell me what you thought of Oscar DeLoya when he, he started talking. He was very calm. What's the other word? And coked out. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> what is? I don't know. Coked out? No, I don't. I don't. Well, if you if you think he was coked out, no, you also say <laughs> that he looks sober. Yo, yeah, he looks sober. He looks. Sober. I think it was the first one. Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, I think Wednesday. This guy looks sober as fuck. He, he, he says something about like he kind of had a hard time looking at the car. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like he, he looked. That guy looks like he needs reading glasses, and he's looking at the car far away. Like you know how like your mom and dad don't want to look wear glasses because they, they don't want to feel older. They kind of like lean back. Like let me get the words like clear up. Um, I honestly was shocked about Delahoya because you spent all this time. You even did the whole I made this fight. Do you want? Do you want to play that? Play what? You want to play that? Where he said something about like he basically make it sound like he didn't do much talking. Oh yeah, you want to give? You want to send it to me? I don't know. I mean, I mean, do you have I, it? I, I can tell you. Well, I can tell you the time because remember it was. Well, all send in. me the link so I can put it in some. Oh, okay, the time. okay, 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 okay. Because remember, we, we, I, I feel like I think we said there's three, three clips to to play, or at least maybe two. I right, let me see if I can find that for you. I right, go for it. Yeah, because I, I did actually record. I did record the time. Oh god, that was just hilarious. Then we're, and we're talking about the the stare down. Uh, I mean, not the stare down. The fucking. The, you see the stare down? No, the stare down. Uh, De La Hoya things, right? The, it was for De La Hoya, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Uh, no, that's six hours ago. This is for yesterday. This is on, I mean, whichever one doesn't matter. As long as it, it, it was, no, it was, it was the one for, uh, for, for Wednesday. On Fight Hype or Fight Hope? No, it was, it was, no, it was actually on the, Showtime? on the, I think maybe Showtime and also on the, the Zone one, the press conference, the entire press conference. Oh, then it was Showtime. Just go to the Showtime and, 
Alright, where's the marker? Okay, so go to Okay, I'm going, I'm going hold on I gotta get through these commercials, my man uh, Gotta go through these commercials Ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna be worth it, I'm assuming Because be ready Oh, yes Okay The way um, you reacted Is the way you're okay, like, what was really? the marker? So it was uh, t- uh, the two hour, 44 second mark Oh, cool uh, Are you sure? That's what it, yeah, that's what it says on the picture Two hours and 44 seconds Yeah, because Tank's talking on this one No, that's not it then. Ah, uh, fuck. Hold on. Jeez, we should have had it ready. My bad, folks. Yeah, no, it's, it's unprofessional. But Deloya's talking? Deloya was talking, yeah. Okay, I think I have Deloya talking. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I got Deloya. I got Deloya. Oh, uh, okay. It was, was at it? 157. Hold on, let me play this 157? Back. I swear I said it right here on when he had me take the picture. <laughs> Thank you very much, Brian. And, um,. You know, as I was uh, thinking about my comments today, uh, one word, one word that really comes to mind is uh, is mega fight. Um, you know, the word gets thrown a lot, gets thrown around a lot. Um, you know, by when when somebody hears about a pay per view is happening and taking place. Yeah, no, just go to the two know, hour mark. Some boxing insiders who will. Uh, who will call it a mega fight here. It was two hours and, and 44 um, seconds. And two guys that are represented uh, by different companies, different broadcasters. Two hours and four minutes? To me, no, no, that's no. 44 seconds. What a mega two hours fight and 44 is seconds. Is bringing everyone together. Uh, bringing, hours, first of all, the fighters together. A fight is one that the world is not going to miss. Big storm. And that's exactly what they're going to do. On April 22nd is create the perfect storm. And yeah, a lot of guys obviously know I'm with my guy. Obviously. You know? And this is the reason why we're going to bring back those glory days. Those big pay-per-view glory days because of this guy right here, Ryan Garcia. So April 22nd, these two guys here are going to battle it out. They're going to fight. And I can't do any talking whatsoever because I'm not going to fight for them. And they got to do the job themselves. But that's the beauty. They wanted this fight. Nobody else. Ryan Garcia wanted this fight years ago. And now it's here. April 22nd. So may the best man win. I can't do any more talking. I can't do any more talking. I mean, you did plenty of talking. You did plenty of talking. And this one made me laugh with Ryan Garcia saying that he can box. This made us laugh. Which one was this one? So it's on the same spot right there, right? So we go to one hour. I have a lot of respect for Tank. Okay. One hour. He's an amazing two fighter. Two minutes. A great fighter. And 52 seconds. He's a special fighter. And I have a lot mm-hmm. of respect for Ryan Garcia. He's a great fighter one and minute. a special fighter. One minute what? Well. One hour So what? one hour. So April 27th. Two minutes. Good luck and may the best 52 man seconds. Win. Are you Thank sure? Because this, yes. this is where Tank's trainer's talking. No, no, no. So I said one hour? Yeah, I'm on the one hour mark, bro. Two uh, two minutes? Yeah. 52 seconds. Yeah, one hour, two minutes, and I'm already... Yeah, Ryan speaking. Yeah, he mentioned about how, like... Um, well, no, this is his coach, bro. This is Tank's coach. I don't know where you at, then. I'm literally at the marker, if you're looking... Yeah, we didn't prep this right, bro. My bad. Yeah, it's... Uh... But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're, done. we're, we're fucking. Yeah, I, I, we should just hook up your phone next time. The fuck? Who the fuck is in the? 
Oh, no. Okay, but yeah. Oh, so maybe that's why the mistake because I I had this on the this was on the, the zone page. You're looking at on the Showtime one. Yep. I'm trying to find the actual zone one. Yep, that's why. Okay, that's why. That's why you're. That's why. Yep. And I can't even find the one for the zone. Well, we should have fucking had it pre-recorded yeah. or something. But no, it just it, it just cracked me up. He literally mentioned about how like if he needs to if he needs to outbox Tank, he would do it. He says he knows how to do it. He says he, he knows how to move. He knows how to dance. He says he just chooses not to do it because he says he likes to knock people out. Well, even Tank said, "Dude, you." Have, I mean, Tank said, "We told him, bro, you don't you don't have foot you don't have foot movement. You don't have this. <laughs> you're not a what, what do you say? You're you're not a complete fighter. Something like that. Yeah, you you're one sided. You're like a one dimensional fighter." Yeah. Told me, yeah, kept kept telling him that. Um. Interest to me it was just like I said. I think Ryan was composed. I think for some reason Tank was just super annoyed. Very annoying. I I already gave you my take on the whole fucking uh, wake the weight training. I think it, to me it's just a uh, a narrative he wants to spin, and you know, it's almost like you're trying to build the excuse in case anything happens. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's he's doing that already. He's already doing that. That's what that sounds and- like. And. His excuse was like, "Oh, I did it for the fans. That's why I did. It. That, that's that's the story he's giving out. I only took I only took this fight because I'm doing it for you all, which is great. Yeah, but you so you tell me you're risking your health for this. Yeah, like, exactly. okay, cool. Yeah, smart, yep. bro. If it pays off, it pays off. But if it doesn't, what? <laughs> exactly. Again, this is the narrative you're building. Yep. To me, like again, we everybody, everybody who was following this fight knew this was a 136 pound mm-hmm. division. Yeah. Okay." All of a sudden, now it's a bigger deal. Why wasn't this brought up? Yeah. And your excuse is, why well, I wanted to make this fight for the fans. Okay. So why bring it up then? Again, yeah. the only reason you're bringing it up is because because it's an, because you're trying to build a narrative. Yeah. And, again, Tank's team knows something you they, that no one else knows is that you're struggling to make weight. Yeah. Because if, if if this was such an issue, because again, when I, I'll, I'll say it again, and, and I'm like, hop off, I'm gonna get off this horse. Why wasn't this made a bigger deal? Your promoter didn't make any big big deal about it. You didn't say nothing about it. You were fine with the original idea. Everything. The funny thing is, we kept hearing everything is agreed upon. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The only issue was the rematch for the networks. There Again. was never no alarms issued when it came to money, when it came to weight, when it came to re- everything was agreed upon. Why bring it up now? Why? <laughs> That's to me where where when I'm watching these people go, oh, Tank's a bitch for doing that. Ta- Ryan didn't have to agree to that. But he did. So that's where we're at right now. He didn't have to agree. No, he didn't have to. But he did. And we've known about this fight being possibly happening since probably September, October. Everybody knew this was the rumor was it was 136. Carpenter was right. Dan Raphael was right. Everybody who reported it was right. It was mm-hmm. 136. Yeah. You didn't hear a fucking peep from anybody. Why now? Why now? Mm-hmm. Unless the rumors are true, you're just a glorified YouTuber, Instagrammer, TikToker who trains 
Uh-huh. 30 minutes a day, and that's it. There's a reason why Eddie kicked you out of the gym. <laughs> There's a reason why the, the, the Canelo and Eddie don't fuck with you no more, and this might get it. This is the reason probably why. Even Canelo said it. I was like, I no, he he's not. He the fact that this is a great. The fact that even Canelo is rooting is getting no tanks gonna win. He was like, with time, he can possibly beat him. He goes, but not right now, not now. I think he said with dedication too. Mm-hmm. You're not dedicated. You want to jump the line. You want to be an instant star. The, then to me, this is the thing. You want to be an instant star. There's a price to pay. Then yeah, and this is the price you got to pay. Because again. No one, you could have raised the flag and said, hey, these fuckers are doing this. This is why we're not taking the fight. This is bullshit. But again, you didn't hear a peep from these guys until, and the thing is, not even the promoter, not even Bernard Hopkins or De La Hoya are bitching about this. No. Ryan's the one making a big deal about it. If this was such, again, I'm going to get off this, ladies <laughs> If this was such a big deal, why wasn't this mentioned earlier? Why are you bringing it up now into this fight? Why? Is it because the fact that this fight's happening in April and you don't have the proper time to cut the weight? Because that was another issue. Oh, we were rushed to make this fight. We were rushed to make this fight. This fight. You know, they're, they're weight treating me. They're rushing to make this fight. Also, too, it's not like you had a fucking fight recently. That's the thing. That's the other thing. I just realized that right now. Like, what the fuck? You didn't didn't even have a fight. It's not like he just fought in December. He hasn't fought since, like, what? Was it? Fuck, I forgot one month. July, maybe? So you've had enough time. You should have been already, like, especially, again, we've known about this weight. Yeah. Happening at 136 for a while now. Shouldn't you have been kind of already kind of, like, training? Kind of keeping, trying to get the weight down? Again, to me, why all of a sudden now? And the fact that the that some boxing fans are not looking at this instead of looking at it as all oh, tanks being a bitch. He wants to wake up. Why didn't you do that to Mario Barrios? How do you know he didn't do that to Mario Barrios? <laughs> How do you know he didn't do that to Roly? How do you know? That's true. How do you know? You don't. You're speaking out of your ass and you're being a tribal. By by going by by going by this guy's word, mm-hmm. you mean the guy that's a, that three years ago was begging a fight tank, but then gave up the fight because he was going to fight his dream fight against Manny. <laughs> How did that go? Mm-hmm. Who won? Wait, they didn't fucking fight. You're going to take the word of that guy? Go for it. You want to put your money on that guy? Go ahead. Tell me how that goes April twenty second. Tell me how that goes April twenty second. That's all I got to say. I also got to mention this, too, because we did mention it as well. Have you also noticed that both Deloya, mainly, and also, too, Hopkins, didn't specifically say, yeah, I got my, I got Ryan De La Hoya said, I'm going for my guy. I'm going for my guy. Hopkins just said, everybody knows who I'm everybody going for. Everybody knows who I'm going with. <laughs> you know which side I'm on. No, we don't. And you, you were like, oh, thank you. <laughs> no, we don't know what side you're on, bro. He made it sound like, well, you should know. You should know who I'm with. That's how that's that was the attitude. Yeah, you know who I'm with. Hopkins did a real political thing and not giving up <laughs> by not saying who. De La Hoya said, "I'm rooting for my guy." Of course, you know I'm rooting for my guy, which is basically saying I got to root for him because I promote him. 
Let's be honest here. Come on. They don't want to make this fight. They never wanted to make this fight. Deloitte had a face like, damn. We're here now. There's no way out. No. Your only hope is the guy, this guy who goes through a mental breakdown. (laughs) You know, there there was no, that was it. You, right now you're at the point of no return. No. You're hoping that either guy gets injured and postpones this fight. (laughs) That if I'm Oscar, that's where you're at. But Oscar made it clear. I'm going for my guy. Hopkins did the political thing going, oh, everybody knows who I'm going for. No, we actually don't, man. We don't. I don't. I can guess. I can assume. But I don't know. Especially Hopkins, man. He knows what's up. Hopkins knows. Hopkins knows. I think Hopkins knows. Hopkins. Like if you ask him and he really wanted to be honest, he'll fuck, he'll fucking tell you. Who do you think's gonna win I think and Hopkins, why? I think Hopkins will say it after the fight. Like I knew it was gonna happen. Man. <laughs> I knew, man. I I, I advised against it too, <laughs> and that's pretty much yeah. The, yeah. It's gonna happen April twenty second. Twenty second Showtime pay per view. Yep, Showtime pay per view. <laughs> and as more information comes out, we'll talk about it. Yes, but that's a wrap. Is I was thinking it was gonna be a long, a short episode, but it's actually a, a good long one. Yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you for following us again. We're yes. under now uh, J and B Ray Boxing Pod OG on Instagram, um, or you can just type in T Jab and you'll find us with the original page. Yep, we're not duplicated. We're not copied. It's the original page. Other than that, enjoy yourselves this weekend. Don't forget to follow. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Don't forget to listen to a new episode of Ramblin' Alcoholics, episode 244, out this week. New episode of Geek In, Geek Out next week. Where I don't know where we're traveling to, but we're traveling somewhere. <laughs> Other than that, uh, buy your tickets April 29th. I'm going to say it one mm-hmm. more time, April 29th. Me, uh, Jose Ramos, Chris from the Kickback Podcast LA, and Gil from the Mind Bus, all doing a live show. We got live performances from Mr. Lou. Gil's going through his comedy set. And uh, we still got a couple more acts coming. So we'll be announcing that as soon as we can. Other than that, we're done. We're out. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.